0: Friends, and welcome to another episode of Fully Booked. I'm Megan. And I'm Shereen. And we are going to talk about being scared today. Yeah. Specifically, we're just gonna have a bit of a chat for horror season, um, you know, which is everything we're talking about this month on the Fully Booked podcast and also over on the website at fullybooked.ca. Um, everything to do with horror, and obviously. A big part of horror is being scared so yeah pretty much <laughs> so pretty much, yeah, yeah it's a, a very large 50 plus per like percent of yeah horror is being afraid um and so we're just going to have a chat about that today what is it that we like or don't like about being scared and reading horror content how do we feel I guess when it comes to reading horror books versus watching horror films Mm -hmm. and how that can differ for us, Um, you know, and what people... Why a lot of people seem to really enjoy this type of stuff just in general. Mm -hmm. As a niche, it's a pretty big one. It is. Yeah. Um, Before we get started on that, Shireen, are you reading anything right
1: now? I'm actually very hesitantly about to start reading five little indians um so the only reason why i say hesitantly is because i know it's going to be a very um heavy book to read um but i'm looking forward to it because i think it's important to you know be very aware of the types of stories our history as a country yeah even if it's not the most pleasant history well we have to know what some people went through and especially yeah. our indigenous folks.
0: Yeah, so. I think it's I do think it's good even I should do this more than I do. I do think it's good to be willing to take a look at that sort of at these sort of situations more even if they make you uncomfortable, especially if they make you uncomfortable. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. it's just better for everyone.
1: We have to, you know, you can't you can't push away no. history because it's unpleasant. It happened mm-hmm. and it has to be acknowledged and only once we get truth can we have reconciliations. So yeah. what about you, Megan?
0: Uh, I am currently reading, I didn't start too long ago, but I'm currently reading a book called uh, A History of Wild Places by Shay Earnshaw. Um, it is a mostly mystery, but also almost partially supernatural kind mm. of story about, um, a uh, man who works in a really interesting he has a really interesting ability magically kind of to find things mm. um including people and he tends to look into missing persons cases oh, cool. he's looking into one and stumbles onto he's looking for a woman a writer who went missing years before stumbles onto almost a veil between two worlds and also seems to go missing. And it seems that it's told split perspective from his point of view as well as from the point of view of the people kind of on the other side of this veil in this world called pastoral um, that has been around for a long time, but that people never venture out of. Um, you know, like his he disappears and then his truck is found in this place and it's sort of huh. seeing the perspective, his own perspective, combined with the perspective of the people who have grown up in this commune of sorts, basically in this weird other world that exists and I guess how that comes together and what happened... To this character and what happened to the woman who went missing like That's five cool. years earlier. Um, it's I might give
1: that a read. it's
0: beautifully written. I can lend it to you. Actually, it's yeah. very well written so far. I'm not incredibly far into it. It's very intriguing. The characters are interesting, so I'm really curious to see where it goes. Cool. Yeah, well, I might borrow that off you. Okay, it <laughs> is more mystery and less horror, but we're here to talk about horror. So.
1: <laughs> and Megan is excited. Yay!
0: This whole month is gonna be. <laughs>
1: It's gonna be me doing that.
0: Yep. Uh, So let's get into it and have a little chat about being scared. (laughs) (laughs) So I mean, I think, obviously, a pretty. I think everywhere, if you read anything online at all about any of this, obviously the most common reason that you'll see that people like like to be scared or enjoy Mm. being scared is just like it creates an adrenaline rush and like a dopamine release um so I think that's that's the chemical reaction that you have to something like this which of course you know is it feels good for people at least to a certain extent even if the initial feeling is that of Nerves dread. or of dread, like yeah. right after there's like
1: a release that happens. I think it's also that like once you get through that, you know, that adrenaline rush and then that dopamine, and yeah, the, you know, you feel stronger. Like you feel like you can yeah. get through anything, kind of. And so I think that, um, you know, as humans, we like that feeling. You it's know, that fight, it's that fight or flight shit. Fight or flight, and <laughs> yeah. it, it makes sense because, like, you know you want to feel strong and maybe sometimes in your day to day at work or something, you can't always speak back or you can't always feel like you won. But when you're watching a horror movie, um, and you're scared or you're reading a book, um, Having that, like, yeah, I got through it. It's like, yeah, I won. It was a win.
0: Yeah, and I guess in being able to choose the content that you're uh, consuming, yeah, you know, you pick up the book that you would like to read. Mm. Uh, you're even if you're you're afraid at some point or uncomfortable, you're controlling your own feelings that are coming into you. Yeah. It's not an outside, an unforeseen outside circumstance is not making you afraid. You are doing it to yourself. Yeah. You have the self-control. Like you have control over the situation, yeah. which I think also obviously makes people still feel um, safe. Mm. It's like a safe, sp- like horror Media is a safe space for people because. Feel scared. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, without having to be in an unsafe situation mm-hmm. themselves to feel scared.
1: Yeah, like you're not going as far as, like, you know, going on a roller coaster, even. Yes, which, yeah. You know, if that that's bothers an adrenaline you. Adrenaline rush, of course. but that also comes with its own risks. Yes. You know? So it's a different kind of
0: almost like thrill seeking. Not yeah. everyone, people might be seeking thrills Mm -hmm. but they might not want to um go bungee jumping or skydiving or even get on a really intense looking roller coaster or something in a theme park like a lot of people I myself feel pretty uncomfortable in a lot of situations like that you know for somebody who I consume a lot of horror content but if you're talking about Something like, "Oh, Megan, don't you ever want to try skydiving or bungee jumping?" Absolutely fucking not. I don't. <laughs> my fiance is like curious about doing that, and I'm like, "You have fun. You
1: go do that. I will
0: be on the ground. I like having my feet on the ground. You
1: can go with my husband. Great. <laughs> Sounds good. Together, we'll Sounds
0: good because I don't want to do it. No, so me yeah, it's just it's not my jam at all. I have yeah. a thing about. I guess I have. I do have a thing about like feeling like. Like for me, I guess being scared does tend to happen a lot more and I'm sure it does for a lot of people when I'm not in control of the circumstances. You know?
1: And and that's why kinda going back to your point that horror is a safe, controlled environment where you can feel scared Mm You can turn it off if you don't like it. Like you can,
0: I, you can hit pause. You can close reading. the book.
1: <laughs> you know, I have to say, like my um, relationship with horror became a lot better once I realized that I can just walk away if I don't like it. If you, you really know. hate
0: it, if yeah. it's really bothering you, yeah. you always you have that control that you're, you are completely in control of your surroundings and yeah. your circumstances. So if something is too much for you. You can hit pause. You can hit walk stop. Away. You can walk away from the TV. Yeah. You can put the bookmark in and be like, Whoa, "Whoa, I will either put this away or come back to it later." Well, that's I'm up okay. To me.
1: Yep, yep. And you know, I have to say that for a long time, I was very much like, "No, I don't like horror. I don't like any of this stuff." Mm-hmm. But you were you like were that the, when we met. <laughs> yeah, but you were the one who was like, "No, it's not that you don't like horror. Like, it's the specific types that you've been exposed yep. to." And I think that you know, going back to that notion that you know you can just stop it if you don't enjoy it mm-hmm. um it makes you be willing to try different things you yeah
0: know? and I think um I think it helps that there's a really broad spectrum of what yeah. exists out there like what media you can consume yeah um because you when we grow up it's you very much horror is thrown into this kind of niche of oh All horror is super gory and all full of jump scares. And so for people who don't really enjoy that or who can't handle it very well, who it really bothers them, they're going to just automatically shut like sort of shut off the idea of enjoying something like that. And
1: it's too bad because like, you know, the more I actually, you know, watch Mm -hmm. movies, so I'm not the type to really read much horror. I'm more into like watching a movie and I'll get into that in a minute as to why. But, um, you know, being open enough to watch different sub-genres of horror, there's actually been a few movies that I have really enjoyed, you know? And it's like, well, I wouldn't have even attempted to watch them if I had continued down this this mindset of I hate it all, I don't like it, I don't want to watch it, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. You wouldn't have given it i guess a fair chance no. really um i love scream now yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was and see again that is a good like scream something like that franchise in general but even in films of that type slightly more modern and stuff as well um brings you sometimes something like that that's gen- like generally sort of beloved by a lot of people yeah. like a franchise like that um because of So like because of how it kind of flipped things around and kind of created um, or popularized really like that meta idea of a type of film being self-aware while it's happening like it's in in the movie people are aware of what movie they're in basically yeah Yeah. um and that I think that helps to as an audience member you can connect with that because you know what type of movie they're in so that helps people to
1: feel a bit more at ease yeah Yeah.
0: that's it because they're like oh good the characters are also aware of
1: (laughs) what's going (laughs) on they know they're gonna die so exactly so I think that I think that helps a lot
0: um I'm, obviously, I have, I just, you know, kind of, I'll consume it however, film, books, whatever, like, I have no um, issue with Mm -hmm. either, with any of them, really, because, again, it is the same thing. If you, no matter what genre you prefer, mm. doesn't matter if you're reading something in your comfort zone, out of your comfort zone, it's easy peasy. You don't like something, you don't have to finish that book, nope. you don't have to finish that movie, nope. you don't have to do anything that you don't want to do no. when you're consuming something for your own pleasure. I'm not talking about studying, I'm not yeah, talking about, different. you know, things being done for work or school purposes or things, I'm talking yeah. about, you know, you yourself choosing to press play or to open that book. That cracky spine cover you know (laughs) yeah exactly um you're choosing to do that for your own entertainment if something's not entertaining to you nothing forces you we live in a free world nothing forces you to continue with it but yeah
1: but for me personally um I I was thinking about this actually I'm like do I like to read horror no I don't and I'll tell you why Uh, because when you're watching a movie, it's put out in front of you, um, so the images are put out in front of you, and it's like, you can do what you want with that. Either it's going to scare you, or it's not. Um, I find that when there's horror that's written down, and you're in this, you know, this whole, um, reading mode Mm -hmm. where you're imagining everything, um, even though the author is providing a description. To me anyway, it becomes so much worse when it's happening in my own head because it's like you're infiltrating like your deepest fears (laughs) and you're like imagining them. Yeah. um, And the author is like, you know, inciting you to think of like the worst possible version of what they're describing and you're going to imagine it very differently to how somebody else would. Of course, yeah. And so that to me is, I'm very, I'm I'm not there yet on my horror journey, let me put it that way, like, I'd rather watch a movie. Yeah,
0: no, but I love that, because that's true, and that comes up a lot, like, do people prefer reading horror or watching horror? I, in contrast, I do enjoy that, because I feel like it does give you a little bit of an, I guess, it does give you a bit of an extra thrill, because, yes, when you watch a film... Um, no matter what kind of film it is, you, like the filmmakers, the entire crew and cast of a film are providing you with the message and providing you with the scares and providing you with the interpretation, most of the time anyway, um, of what it is that you are meant to experience with the film. Are you meant to be scared at really specific parts, aren't you? Whereas with a book, if you pick that up, you know, in contrast, your imagination is your greatest tool, right, Mm. as far as interpreting whatever you'd like to interpret from whatever it is that you're reading, Mm. uh, like whatever, you know, novel or story or whatever it is that you're consuming. So, you know, you're able to build a world and build a scenario in your mind where, yes, like you said, even if an author is obviously providing you with a description, providing you with a scenario, um, you, your imagination can take it to different places Mm. depending on, and different interpretations depending on how you feel about it. Exactly. Uh, And I like that because it just means that I'm like the master of my own imagination, obviously, as far as This book that I'm reading, you know, like I'm the master of this story and so I can be as scared of it or not scared of it as I'd like to.
1: (laughs) I guess that's one way of looking at it. From my perspective, it's more that, you know, like again, looking back at um, or looking at The Exorcist as an example... Mm it's supposed to be super scary, and I think this happens in many horror movies. Something that's supposed to be very, very scary can actually sometimes come off as funny because, yeah. um, you know, whether the times have changed since yeah. the movie was created or whether it's the way the actor delivers the line or something, like, there's almost that... Um, possibility of it not actually hitting the mark and being funny or not being scary at all. Whereas I find that when you're actually reading a book, there's really nowhere to go except scared.
0: Yeah, the... I mean, The Exorcist is a really good example, mm. because I I haven't, but I would be really curious to read the book, mm. you know, after like watching the film, and then, you know, you deduce from that, you deduce how scary or how scary that is, and again, based on the time yeah. and everything, but if you picked up the novel, and you read all of the descriptions of what are what's happening, would you feel the same way, or would you potentially be more frightened by that. Like would that well, I mean, bother would you more? Yeah. yeah. I think that's entirely possible. That would yeah. actually that would make sense. It would. To me. So. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting it's an interesting thought. I think that people can a lot of people are do tend to be on kind of one side of the coin or the other. Where mm. like, you know, people a lot of people are more like you where they're like, no, you can put it in front of me and yeah. just give me what I'm meant to feel. Yeah. That's fine. But I don't want to have to add to that and possibly exacerbate this feeling that I'm having. I no, and,
1: like, and then it just stays, like, for me, it, like, stays rent-free in my mind then forever. Yeah. Where it's just kind of, like, oh, God, like, I was really afraid. Mm-hmm. And, like, those emotions don't go away because, like, they're really, like, rooted in, in your mind at that point. Whereas, like... Yeah when I watch a movie, I'm just kind of like, oh yeah, that was scary. Or like, oh yeah, I had a jump scare. But I couldn't even remember like what it was. about. Where it. was it?
0: When did it happen? Yeah. yeah, that's it. As opposed to if you read a scene in a book. And also because, of course, you are reading something. So it takes longer for something to happen yes. than it does when you're watching something mm-hmm. happen um, on screen. So I find that um, the dread builds yes. more.
1: Much more. and And you're in this like closed setting where it's just you and the book and mm-hmm. I find that it turns into like this like I'm I'm the character yes. that's being targeted yeah. at this point you know like you're really putting yourself in their shoes whereas yeah. in a movie you're you're watching it from afar and you're like oh god that sucks but good luck but to it's, yeah <laughs> I'm seeing that it's
0: happening to someone else, else as yeah. opposed to like you know you with a lot of a lot of the time when you're reading you can't help kind of put yourself in the protagonist's yeah. shoes in like their perspective and their from their point of view. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you're more likely to be like, Oh God, that is terrifying because I feel like it's happening to me. And also, yes, because most of the time anyway, reading is a very, um, isolated singular activity. You know, you're reading by yourself, generally speaking. Um, it, that creates, A sense of isolation Mm -hmm. uh, for you as the reader who's consuming this
1: removes that safe feeling. Yes, yeah. Like I find that I feel less safe when I'm reading something scary because I feel exposed because I put myself in the story yeah. and it's like there's nothing protecting me from this you know no. not my fluffy blanket not my bucket of popcorn <laughs> that I can <laughs> shove my face into when it gets too bad you know yeah. yeah
0: and you know yeah No, whether you're reading a book or watching a movie yeah you can get up and go pee but like <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh, when you when you pick the book up again I feel like you'll still be feeling uneasy mm. whereas with the movie you'll probably have calmed down a little yeah, bit yeah you're just kind
1: of like oh okay if that was a change of scene Scenery. yeah like, I'm and now. you know
0: if you're getting up and going to the bathroom when you're watching a movie um and you don't pause it the movie will just keep going yeah. and you'll walk back into something and be like oh we're doing something different so now good. whereas with the book no one's going to continue reading nope. it it's, <laughs> so, it's all up to you so, so it's all still there for yeah. you yeah <laughs> um and I mean I think that my own I guess my own circumstance my own experience I guess with a lot of, you know, a lot of adaptations, for instance, of like book to film mm. stuff um, in the horror genre that I've experienced. When I have read the book, often the book has had much more of an impact on me than the film. Right. Like I will enjoy the film for so many different reasons. Mm. Um, That are like, you know, like the performances, um, the way that the film is shot, Mm.
1: the,
0: you know, the, um, the, yeah, like the cinematography, the soundtrack, the like, you know, like sort of all of that kind of part of things, the effects, if there are any, you know, that kind of stuff is like what I'll enjoy and what I'll take away from it yeah um well yeah in a lot of cases I'll take away like a lot of the implications of it and the story like the through line the messages the subtext if there is any you know like that kind of stuff whereas with a book um what you're like this like every I guess that every piece that's that an author is building into a story is all leading up to your whole overall feeling about the book and so I find that that it will stay with me a lot more like the scares will stay with me more than they will in the movie the in the movie they kind of roll right off you after a bit you're like all right whatever
1: you're like I know what kind of movie I'm in for exactly
0: that's it but with a book it's more like it's because you read it written down on a page so you you kind of like committed it to memory to a certain extent Mm -hmm. and so you're just thinking about it afterwards That's so I
1: can't read horror yeah. it, it just it stays <laughs> in my mind like it, it really does I remember now you're gonna laugh um what? the first time I read um which one was it now I think it was Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince <laughs> Okay, uh, <laughs> Megan's like, where are you going with oh, this? Oh boy! When they go into the cave at the end, there, sure. um, and it's like super creepy because you've got the fairy, like the bodies that are in the water. Oh yeah. Um, and when they like touch the boat or something like something jumps up oh and like, yeah and so you're reading it and you're imagining this and it was so scary yeah, I remember reading definitely. this being like holy shit like this is terrifying and like when I closed the book to like go to sleep I could see eyes like in the dark oh and my god like, you're so cute this is terrifying this is absolutely fucking terrifying but then when you actually watch it in the movie you're like huh this isn't oh. that scary and you're like oh whatever There's it's like a cgi whatever. thing like, that jumps whatever. up yeah. you know so like it's the same notion you know like no, it when, is. when you really get into the story and you're actually like you're there and you can see the cave and you can see the bodies and you're just like oh this is awful like I just want to get out of here as quickly as possible yeah
0: yeah I found I found that like I guess a memory that I have of experiencing that is when I read The Shining Mm. um I read it before I watched the movie, which I'm sure a lot of people do not do. Um, Not if they're part of our generation or younger anyway, that's for fucking sure. So when I read The Shining, um, it was like legitimately like I was scared at certain parts. And I think that a lot of that is to do with um, the perspective. Mm. So like... Jack Torrance's, like, internal problem that he's having, which, again, these are things that, unless you unless you have an internal monologue throughout your movie, yeah. you're not going to be able to put that in no. your film. Mm-hmm. Yes, they can, an actor, a good actor can portray it, but there's only so much they can do. True. Um, and so I found that, you know, when I read it, I was really affected by an alcoholic father who's trying not to be abusive, who's trying to do good things for his family, yeah. you know, and is having this really legitimate internal struggle about mm-hmm. that. That, I find, is much more effective than Jack Nicholson doing basically a parody of himself swinging oh. an axe around yeah. at people where what I, you know, with the film, yes, it's an incredibly well-made film. There is no argument for me there. Mm. Um, but I just, I found that when I watched it, all everything that I appreciated about the movie had nothing to do with like the story it had to do with like the visuals of it you know it had to do with how beautifully shot it was how um how impactful the like the soundtrack was like the score and the colors um the you know like sweeping like you know like shots of things and mm-hmm. everything like that and to a certain extent like the performances you know yeah. I think people have like reevaluated like Shelly Duvall because of course mm. everybody thought she was absurd when yeah. she first made the film because they thought she was over the top. Right. But if your husband was trying to murder you
1: you would be pretty frantic.
0: Yeah. You know and you probably like you like to think you'd be like some like insane final girl but you probably no, would be running around be. screaming like yeah. she is and like really haphazardly trying to hit him with the axe <laughs> to keep him away. Well,
1: yeah. I mean what are you gonna do? Like you're gonna chop at your husband that's like it. you don't actually know if he's crazy outside no that's even, it I think
0: it's you know. I think it's very close to like a perfect performance from someone yeah. and I'm glad that people have kind of like reevaluated it yeah. now because I know at the time it was considered absurd so
1: well, that's just not fair I know
0: I know um but yeah but I find for me I guess that's my that's my like best example mm. especially in a case where I read a book before I watched the mm. film adaptation of it is that and I, believe, and I know that notoriously, like The Shining, for instance, um, Stephen King did not like the film adaptation, yeah. like the Stanley Kubrick film adaptation of it, mm-hmm. um, and I believe that he described it basically as a beautiful Cadillac with no engine, yeah. so it looks wonderful, but there's nothing really going on under the surface yeah. kind of thing. Everything is surface level, everything's out on Front Street, there's no room for interpretation.
1: Yeah, and like when you create a movie like that and you know, The Shining is one example, but when you do create a movie like that, like, where is the scare factor at some point? Because you're just like, well, it doesn't go any further than surface deep, and so you're just kind of like, yeah, like, this man is, like, you know, running after his family with an axe, and that really sucks, and yeah, it would be scary to be them, but I, as a viewer... Yeah. You know, I'm not feeling it, you know? Yeah,
0: and it's... A lot of that is because, like, what you're seeing on screen just looks like someone going crazy because of the hotel that they're staying at that's haunted that's affecting them but you don't get as much of the internal struggle that the character was already experiencing prior to arriving at said haunted hotel. Yeah like
1: there's no empathy for him. No because you you
0: don't like where you read the words on
1: paper and you're sad for him. And and I think that that's another part of of this, like making something scarier, yes, is that emotional attachment. If you don't have an emotional attachment to them, then it's hard to feel like you're invested yeah. in the situation, you know. And so, like, um, like scream does a good job of um, getting you emotionally invested in the characters. Like mm-hmm. you like the characters. Well, they you seem like follow them.
0: they seem like actual people, people I guess. <laughs> you know.
1: Um, but um, we were talking about that movie, *Glorious*, um, oh, earlier. Yeah. I really didn't like that movie because the main character reminded me of my brother having a complete meltdown. Yeah. And so it's just like when you can put yourself in that space where you really resonate with the character, oh, the whole experience becomes that much worse. Yeah, that's when yeah. you
0: have a little bit of a little bit of trouble, I think, with it. When you can, when you find, like, commonality and common ground with characters, whether you're watching them or reading about them, um, those are the stories that stay with you for Mm -hmm. longer. Mm -hmm. um, And that, I I, guess,
1: ultimately, that's what they're trying to do. Yes, and I
0: mean, like, that is the mark of a good film or a good book. Mm -hmm. You know, that is the mark of a good author is someone who is able to, ground a character in enough reality that many people who are reading their story mm. uh, will be able to relate to the character in some way, shape, or form, even if they are uh, a, quote-unquote, like, villainous character, yep. that you can still find something about them that you yourself as the reader can well, can resonate
1: with. Those are the best villains. For the sure. The ones that make you really question. Are they your... really doing something yeah. bad? Like, is
0: it that bad? Or Yeah, you have a moment
1: where you're kind of like, ooh... My values are putting are being put into play here. <laughs> like, hmm Yeah.
0: So I do so I would have to say that I in my experience and everything I guess that I've experienced for most of my life, um, generally speaking, I find that reading a scary book mm. will have more of an impact on me than watching a film. Mm. And yes, there are exceptions to every rule. For sure. There are some films that you'll watch that you will never stop thinking mm-hmm. about. Um, but I find that the majority of the time, I'm more likely to have a visceral reaction to something that is on paper mm. as opposed to in a film. Fair enough. Yeah, I was. There's another example. I was more, I was more disturbed when I read American Psycho as opposed to watching the movie.
1: Yeah, because again, like I wouldn't classify American Psycho as a horror movie. I would. Would you? Yeah. It's like a psycho killer movie. Yeah, but I mean, it's. I think he's such a parody of like, or like an extreme. Yeah, of, because there is you know,
0: there are comedic beats in it that were done on purpose and yeah. do make sense because the thing with like that character Patrick Bateman is that you're not laughing with him, you're laughing at him because oh, yeah. he's so absurd, he's so
1: absurd.
0: Um, and that's meant to happen. You know, they wanted that to be because nobody, nobody making the film was like, gee, I'd really like you to sympathize with this guy. Absolutely Ooh, not. Absolutely
1: not. But then it kind of brings into to question like do I know anybody like this because we all know somebody like him
0: <laughs> everyone knows a finance bro oh yeah <laughs> it's like this yeah. yeah uh but yeah so just when I start thinking about it more there are more examples but yeah I would say overall if I'm going to be affected by something in a more permanent way it's going to be on a page as opposed to on a screen and that is just what I will remember
1: I agree but that is why I don't I know I know (laughs) (laughs) know.
0: and I guess that's why I do because I like to I like to look back and I like to remember the experiences that I've had of you know consuming um, this story and the story that has resonated with me and has remained with me throughout you know years after and I find that you're more likely to forget the plot of a film than you are of a book when you've read it and again because you're reading it it's on a page it's in front of you you have to you have to make the effort it's not on attention. the screen for yeah. you you're the one doing it yeah that's so. true.
1: Sure. yeah you said the word consume so many times and now I can just see you eating your books maybe I do you don't know <laughs> I don't know
0: maybe I'm just like a big book monster
1: <laughs> oh my god <laughs> We found her out. I
0: think I'd be a really cute book monster. You would be a really cute book
1: monster, although I would never be able to borrow any off you. No, I know. Then. That's true.
0: If I just, like, ate them instead of reading them. Yeah. Can you imagine?
1: I'm just picturing, um, you know, the little character in Spirited Away? Oh, uh, yes. Like how it gets bigger and bigger because yeah, it keeps, keeps eating. it keeps
0: eating. Yeah. yeah that's true. <laughs> eat with books. That would be good. I just picture myself as a book version of the cookie monster.
1: <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Bookie. Oh my god, <laughs> books. And just like <laughs> yes.
0: eats. Oh boy. But what do you guys think of reading horror books in general? Like, do you like it? Do you hate it? Are you like
1: Shireen? Would you rather just like watch a movie and then forget about it forever? Stick or are- your head in a bucket of popcorn.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or are you more like me? Where you're like, yes. Bring on the visceral reaction to things. I need to feel something. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Some you... of us go for romance. <laughs> well, that's because it's it. None of it seems
0: real to me. Okay, it's <laughs> stupid.
1: <laughs> whole other episode on that oh we're probably going to oh, probably
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, you can let us know how you feel about all of this stuff over on instagram at fully ca you can also check out our facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash book was way better and if you're still hanging out with us you can feel free to leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you're listening to the episode it really helps us get the show out in front of more people but until next week guys keep on reading thanks everyone